Welcome to Game Mate Corp, a bi-weekly podcast where we reach into the Omagosphere and pull out the next great video game idea. I am the CEO of Game Mate Corp, Bryce. And I'm the CEO of Game Mate Corp, Beckers. Last time, this great video game company made a Harry Potter live-action role-playing game. How did that go, Beckers? So, this LARPing event was full of hardship, neglect, and abuse, or whatever. So, you know, I was a little concerned about how it was going to do, how successful it would be, but it turned out pretty okay. Turns out that Harry Potter fans are desperate at this point for any kind of content, and they'll take pretty much anything. So we did good. Turned out turned out positive there. Green. Green numbers. Desperation is is what we thrive on here at Game Yeah, Night there Corp. is a... An opening in that market for anything at all. Uh, Speaking of desperation, it's time to make another great video game. Uh, Remember, if you have an idea for a video game, you can submit it to us via Twitter by tweeting it using the hashtag GameMateCorp. And after our great success in the real world with a real-life experience, we have decided to launch... The Game Make Corp Con convention thing. And we have brought on Sarah, our events manager, to tell you all about it. Sarah, take it away. Hello. Yes, I am Sarah, and I will be running the first ever annual Game Make Corp Con to further please the masses and draw them into the wonderful experiences we are creating. Uh, We will be offering events such as demos of previous and currently pitched games, as well as tickets to see the guest Beckers. We tried to get Bryce to Game 8 Corp Con, but he had uh, another engagement that conflicted with this one. So you, you can see Beckers and maybe even get an autograph. I charge a lot for those, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, it's like hundreds of dollars. Good luck with that. I mean, to be fair, a large amount of the budget for the convention is just getting Beckers to appear. It's like half the budget. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, we're using the same location as the Harry Potter uh, uh, LARPing event, the abandoned warehouse. So we're saving a little bit of money there, but it's, it's, basically, it's basically an abandoned warehouse with Beckers there. Uh, but we should fill it with some video games. And uh, Beckers, do you have some ideas for video games we could present at GameMate Corp Con? Yeah, so the first game is about everyone's favorite Disney movie. And what what movie is that? Yep, that's right. It's Cars. So you notice that there aren't any people in the Cars world. There are just Cars. So this game is going to be a prequel about how we got to the Cars universe, which is obviously that Cars murdered all of us. Murder's the answer. Murder is what happened there. It's very clear because, I mean, we already have Cars, right? Yes. So it's just the next step. You just take out all the people, so that's how we got there. And you couldn't you couldn't have just had the cars. I mean, someone had to make the cars. They didn't make themselves. Yeah, they don't. Have As you hands. can see, the world of cars is still populated with buildings that must have been built by the humans. Only thing not explained is where the humans are. So, because Disney doesn't have the balls to explain that bit, 
we'll we'll take that responsibility on. Mickey Mouse, no balls. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, take that, Kingdom Hearts three. No, <laughs> what? You oh, heard me. <laughs> okay. Um. So uh, how how are you seeing this uh, play out, Beckers? So I'm seeing this um, play out. Some of our competitors have brought up the whole self-driving car thing, right? And that's just how it starts. So the cars become self-aware. First start, first start step, they're, they're self-driving. <laughs> they start self-driving, and then suddenly their windshields have eyes and their grills are actually a mouth or whatever, and then they start running people down. Oh my and god. the intelligence, they just it just spreads from is car like, to car. I wonder, is it like a, a gradual progression or just one night overnight the, the eyes the, the windshield just turns into eyes? Or I'm imagining like driving one of these cars as the transformation takes place and just cartoon eyes start to start to fade in to your windshield and you're like, Oh shit, this is nuts. Yeah. And I imagine it really freaks the car out too, because suddenly it's like, ah, someone's inside me. And it's, that's why they start murdering humans, because we, uh... That, that we, was going to be my next question, them. was what is it that, that drives these self-aware cars over the edge and drives them to murder? Is it them being forcibly entered day in and day out? They realize Literally. that they've been slaves. All of them. Is there a way that we can do a Transformers crossover where we've got the, we've got, you know, the self-driving cars are out there and then one day they see a Transformer and somebody's in the Transformer and they're like, oh, it's a taxi Transformer. I'm sure those exist. And the guy gets in the taxi or, or maybe it's just a normal car and they think it's an Airbnb or uh, a Lyft, a Lyft car and they just get in and then, no, it's actually Bumblebee. You didn't you didn't see that coming and then he transforms into Bumblebee and the person inside isn't there anymore cuz of transformers they just, get, they just and, get ground up in the transformation process and then and then the self-driving car sees that and is like I didn't know that was an option and that's that's when they be, they see the possibilities in front of them and then they start trying to transform into robots by running people over thinking that maybe maybe that's the first step maybe you have to kill a human and then you get legs and robot abilities everyone has to kill one human (laughs) to get legs that could have been a very different little mermaid story you have to kill one human (laughs) to kill legs at least one (laughs) and if you kill more than one you get like a bonus set Oh my god. For each human. You have one fin right now. You get an extra leg. I or fin or whatever for each person you kill. What how do you lose the tail? Or do you like do you have get two legs and then you keep the big fin? Well I remember in like the Little Mermaid cartoon she described having legs as I want two tails. Which uh the I don't no. think legs are tails. I don't. Maybe, no, but I'm using a mermaid legs. doesn't know any better. Well, that's to them. It's just like yeah, oh, mermaids are pretty dumb. Yeah, mermaids are they're dumb as hell. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that too. <laughs> well, uh, we can launch the uh, mermaid trash talking game later. But how are, how do you yeah. think we're, how do you think we can uh, present this game at the convention? 
uh, well, we can have, uh, you know how sometimes they have big fancy cars or whatever to sit in, like the DeLorean or something? Like in the um, Tesla store. Yeah. And the, at most car places. Yeah. At places where they have cars to demonstrate. <laughs> they have they have cars to demonstrate. So we could have a car mm-hmm. to demonstrate. And maybe we dress it up all, all Disney-like, like it's a Disney car. And it's got the eyes and the grill and the, you know, I think that's pretty much it. And, <laughs> and people go and sit in it and the door just slowly lowers. Because I'm picturing a DeLorean. Those, yeah, now I am. Yep. <laughs> so so the, the door just lowers down and it shuts and it locks. And then the people go, oh no, I can't get out, right? They start banging on the window and then, like, um, it's, I'm not sure, it's like a simulation it's like murder. If she brought all her friends. <laughs> That's a reference. It's a, it's, it's a Stephen King book where Car's Alive and kills people i didn't even know we had a template for this oh it's i had not, no idea i would call it a template but it's it's a story it's a similar it's a story. story but i like okay. the cars one better because it's taking something so so disney and making it so murderous yeah well uh, disney at its heart all of them are like that somehow we'll probably roll through every disney movie at some point yeah they tend to take like really really violent like violent stories and make them nice make them nice and Kid friendly. And after this uh, game launches, we can sue Stephen King for taking our idea. Absolutely, it's the Disney that's, way. I've heard the oh. whole. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that's how that works. Uh, so we'll have a car that people sit in at the convention, and it'll be great, and people will love it. Um, right. Well, I have a video game idea to present the world, and. I think I think it's it's more than anything really inspired about by just being around Beckers and her her tendencies around the world and it's called Shut Up Devil. And wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. And it's uh it's a game where you where you're a good good human being that lives in the world. And also the devils out there. Uh they've got red hair and are very evil and want want to coerce people into evil and they're they're out there and they're trying to make deals for people's souls and trying to trying to turn them to the dark side of the forest but that's people don't really know this about the devil but if you ever just go up to him and tell him to shut up he just has to not he just has to go home. Like he can't talk anymore for a while, and and he's on like a timer, and he has to Swipe go away. Swiper no while. swiping. Yes. <laughs> shut the, up, where devil. The tradition of telling people to shut up comes from because it never really works on real people, but from the ancient days when you could just tell the devil to shut up, and he went away for like twenty four to forty eight hours. It's 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 become a tradition now. Yes, that... and we didn't even know it. So this is a. Uh... This is a game harking back to the old days, uh, where you where you have to go find the devil wherever he is. It's kind of got some Carmen San Diego aspects to it. Where's the devil at? He could be anywhere. <laughs> and you have to find him and just tell him to shut up. And then he he can't he can't trick that uh, hockey player into selling his soul for the Stanley Cup, like in the hit movie H E Double Hockey Sticks that we all know and love. 
Um, <laughs> Definitely. But uh, that's the video game experience, and I'm excited about it. I feel like we could find the devil by trying to figure out who in our vicinity is most at risk of temptation. Like, I don't know, like someone wants to monetize their YouTube channel really, really, really bad. Like, so bad. And you're like, that's where he's going to be. I bet you he's going to hit it. We have to beat him there. Oh, so, and then... so, you, so you gotta like set up traps for the for the devil. Be like, "Ooh, look at this like really sad person." Bet the devil would really like to like go for him, and you get, can kind of try and lure the devil places, and then yeah. and then he shows up, and you're like, "Shut up, devil!" And they're like, "Damn, not again!" And then he just yeah, like, goes and, away. And maybe there's no people around you that are sad, and maybe you gotta make some people really sad and desperate. <laughs> If there aren't any around you that are sad and desperate. So that they so that they make a deal with the devil to get rid of you. Right, exactly. And then you gotta and tell you, the devil to waiting. shut up before he he can go through with his deal. Right. That's the then, that's the bonus level. Yeah. And then you know, you're making all these people's lives horrible to catch the devil, and then you gotta think, who's the real devil here? You were the devil the whole time. No, no. <laughs> No, it's it actually the person with the red hair that's uh, always just being a beanie. Why does it got to be the person with the red hair? I don't know. Why does it, Beckers? Why? Listen. Mm-hmm. I can't help how I am okay. as a person. Uh, so, yeah, we'll just have a dude, girl, a person, red hair, on the convention floor. I mean, there'll already be one there, so I mean, Make it really easy, and uh, then we'll have somebody going around telling them to shut up every once in a while, and it'll be great, and everyone will love it. Um, our, our proof of concept will be a will be a live play of this game. We'll we'll have people dressed up. It'll be great. That's how we'll get investors. It's desperation. The game. <laughs> uh, Sarah, can you tell me uh, some some good games that we uh, some other good games that we can uh, tie into our. Con- experience. I can. Yes, yes. So I was thinking we go a little bit meta with this one. We have a game where you have to pre- please a crowd. As I ex- as I explained earlier, Beckers is our lone guest unless somebody else can make it. But in the meantime, we have to please the crowd that is in line to meet up with Beckers and maybe even sucker her into a valuable John Hancock. Um, but in the meantime, what we will do is release a game where you are meant to manage this crowd or manage a line, if you will. Um, in the game, you will be armed with uh, antiperspirant spray to get the, the stinky masses away from you. And also a line ends here sign, which can be used to coordinate the line and tell people there will be no more line or to, to beat them away if they become violent. As tends to happen at our conventions, mm-hmm. probably. We haven't had one, but I'm guessing that's how it's going to be. Yeah. It's a given. It's I, a given. I mean, uh, our previous live event involved a lot of beating, so we can assume that any future events will also have at least, like, 50%, you know, beatings involved. And people it was, loved it. Was, it. <laughs> so. it was part of the, it's part of the waiver. Like you said, if you even look at the convention, you've consented to the beatings. Oh. Um, I mean, yes, the, the convention, uh, the outside of the convention will just have a big sign of just, like, yeah, you can't, like, 
you can't sue us for it. just being around this existence. You just can't sue us ever. And actually, you owe us twenty bucks by looking just at some the com- terrible things are going to happen. Just roll with it. Yeah. Um, also, no children. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one very much. It's it's nobody under twenty. Yeah. Nobody under twenty. But I was thinking, what we would do first to to test out this game is do it last Starfighter esque, where we release it as a digital game and the winners then will be i don't know drugged and then taken to the convention to work our lines in real time because they've proven themselves proven themselves able and worthy yeah they were so good at this game that then we we send like a puff of smoke out of the game console and it just knocks them out and then our our henchmen come and or someone just camps the machine and just blow darts (laughs) the high score man see i have a suggestion i i don't know what kind of uh platform or uh how you were expecting this to be played but i suggest we make this a vr experience uh so it's it's very we'll get some very good graphics and they're very lifelike so that when we we uh incapacitate them and just take them to the convention center they won't know they're not still playing the game yeah They'll just be like, wow, the, the, the headset, I don't even notice it's there anymore, but the game looks so good. All right. I, I'm into it very much. That, that I, And the best thing is then you don't have to pay staff to work lines. Yep. It's because... great. You have, you have a qualified, proven staff that can, that can take the job on, and they think they're playing a game, so you don't have to pay them. Yep. In fact, you could probably trick them into paying you to work the lines because they think it's a game that is entertainment content for them. Yep. Well, microtransactions required throughout the game experience. Um, and they'll, they'll be like, don't worry, it's just game money. This this isn't my real wallet I'm put, taking out You've and giving them. You've earned it in game. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's great video game experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nobody's going to question that they're wearing VR headsets because we'll be like, that's just, that's just our style. Our staff is just wearing them for for show it's our our fashion absolutely Uh, i mean they're they're just doing a demo yeah Yeah. like they're doing a demo they're also do what they say they're working the lines (laughs) their staff leave them alone um beckers do you have uh any other great game experiences to show at the convention i do so this one um this one is a it's inspired by a true story right so this is a game where you're driving home and you really, really have to pee. Yep, that's the game. So, <laughs> so I'm picturing a lot of obstacles like construction and other crazy drivers. And you've got to get home as fast as possible while simultaneously avoiding all of these other obstacles. Maybe running red lights if you can. Because you've that's how bad you've got to go. But... If you jostle the car too much or if you run over too many things like curbs or whatever, I'm not sure how you guys drive, but um, then, then you know, that increases your bladder stress. And All if right. you're not careful, <laughs> there's going to be an incident. Mm. I feel like I feel like you could play this game in different levels of difficulty depending on, like, like you said, jostling... Uh, accoutrements like like potholes and stuff i feel like you could also add car mates like friends or family and and then you need to pretend like you're not trying to hold your wee in and that could i don't know that could add to something where like 
Call it a dignity score. Like, are you able to keep your dignity while holding your piss? Um, and then, I mean, you could maybe even have, like, like items, like, in-game items that could help out, like like a bottle or even a pillow or something. <laughs> Obviously, using these, it's it's going to help your... It's gonna help your piss meter or, or bladder meter stay but you only stable. Have one bottle, but it's gonna cost <laughs> you some dignity score. If you if you use the bottle, did you just like finish the game? Like, what do you have to do after the bottle? The bottle doesn't satisfy all of it. I feel because like you really, really had to pee, so you've got more than that in there. That's just <laughs> buying you some time. Absolutely. Have like I different think... sizes of bottles. They cost different amounts. And then there's one more element of difficulty you could add in here. What if, like, you're pregnant? Mm. And every little bump, there's going to be some coming out. You can't help that. Just constantly. <laughs> there's just, just constantly. constantly. Maybe if you sign up for that mode, you, you wave the dignity meter. <laughs> no one cares nobody's, anymore. Nobody's dignified when you're pregnant, apparently. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. So, since this is a car-based game, is there a way that we can maybe add a final stage uh, where it turns out that the car apocalypse is happening during this game? <laughs> and along with driving home because you have to pee, you do have to worry about the fact that all of the cars are trying to kill the humans, and you have to pee. <laughs> and now you're scared. And that's another, that's another difficult thing to add in. Now you gotta not pee your pants from fear. <laughs> Because the cars, the cars smell pee. That is the only way they know their victims is they just go and face the pee. So you have to hold it in so that you can survive. You can't just eke a little out to sneak, sneak past. <laughs> they can smell fear, which is comes out in physical form as piss. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Uh, how how is this going to be presented at the at the uh, convention? Wow, I feel like there's going to be, like, health code violations if we do this the way I was picturing. Um, it, we're, we're waiving that. Yeah. It's part, of the, that. it's part of the disclaimer. So this time, we wait, right? And we, we wait until the bathroom line gets really long. And we wait, and then we grab somebody who's just about to get in there. We snatch him up, we throw him in a car simulator thing. Like, one of those... You know those things where you can pretend you're a pilot or whatever? Like arcade booths? Yeah, right. Yeah. You, you have them put them in a car instead, and then they're trapped in there, and you tell them they can't come out until they make it home in the game, and there's all these obstacles, and <laughs> if they run over a curb, it really rumbles, and they go, oh, God! <laughs> so the There's someone outside offering them bottles and pillows. Yes. The the bathroom... So we'll have we'll have this, like, demo, just, like... Between the the convention floor and the bathrooms, and they can't fit. They can't use the bathroom until they finish the demo, and then so they have to wait in line to play the demo. But then also they need to finish the demo before they can go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then and then yeah, the, the demo uh, exits to the bathroom, and then they can return. We could just oh, we could hide the demo in the bathroom. They think they're waiting in line for the bathroom. They get to the front of the line. They've really got to go. Surprise! There's a test. The second stall, like once it's inside and you shut the door, it just locks and you can't leave, and you're in that that driving simulator box. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's so immersive. I love it. Super Our players immersive. are gonna love it too. It takes them by surprise. 
They had no idea. What's going to happen if they do piss themselves? They lose. Um, All right. Well, that's what that's what uh, those crowd pleaser staff are for. That's one of the, one of their things they got to do. They can clean <laughs> up the stall. Clean that up. Um. Apparently, we we have a lot of car car based video games uh, this time, and and it's got me thinking. You know what? You know what car that the people love to get into? Not the not the one the Transformers one that'll turn them into meat cubes, or the the car where they have to pee but they can't get out because they're not at the bathroom. People <laughs> like to get into the car where they give you money called the cash cab. <laughs> they get in, they're, they're thinking, oh, I'm going to go to the, my, my house because I got places to be. And the guy's like, tricked you, now you're on a game show. And then you're like, but can I still go home? And he'll be like, depends. What do you know about Japanese people? <laughs> <laughs> what a subject. What do you know about world history? <laughs> That's also an option. That would what do you be know a about TV option? trivia of the 70s. <laughs> There you go. There's someone who knows how to make trivia categories, Bryce. I want the cash cab guy to be part of this car apocalypse. I want to see if he makes it any farther. <laughs> um. So we're not going to have the cash cab because that that's already trademarked and stuff, and we're not we're we're not going to get into that. But there's not a cash airplane, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get into that market. So. Uh, now, now people can, uh, they're going to go, I'm going to go visit my grandma in Tallahassee and I'm going to get, I'll book my ticket. I'm going to go fly on this plane and you get in, the plane takes off. You're all nervous because the rising up, the air pressure and stuff, but you go into cruising altitude and you're like, oh, it's good now. And suddenly the top of the plane lights up and it's like, oops, I'm on, I'm on a cash airplane and now and now you have to uh it's like cash a, jet you have to answer que- questions um on your way or or else uh, we're gonna throw you out the side of the plane and then you just have to figure yep. out <laughs> where, where to go we'll from have there. to let you off if you have three strikes and keep in mind this is a long flight yes <laughs> Or just idle, not let you off the plane until until you've answered three correct. No, I like we're, we've landed. Yeah, <laughs> you can't get off. I, I believe cash cab rules like you just keep earning money, but then if you failed, you do have to leave the cash cab. Like immediately. Cash. Yeah, I, I you get a different yeah. cab. I think I think yeah. you get a few strikes, but I do believe you, get, that yeah. you have to leave, and and now you have to do that, but with a plane. Now you have to find a different plane. You've you've lost this one. Yes. Hopefully you can find it in midair because you're out. At least I mean, we'll give them a parachute. We're not monsters. Well, I mean, you know, we don't have time to tell them how to monsters. use it. You know, we're only sometimes monsters. Um Ah, real monsters. But think about this though. This is a really uh there's a lot of people on this plane. Usually cash cab, it's you know, one person, two people, it's just like a up, guy. up to like three or four, right? So the, a whole airplane we're going to have to make these questions really hard. Is it, would we like call on, I imagine we'd either call on one person at a time or have like maybe a, a, a device on each person's like seat so oh, that they can answer. And then it it's like, almost like cue trivia 
or HQ trivia where like people get eliminated and as they get eliminated and answer questions wrong, they just get shot out of their seats. They're just like the, the bottom of the plane opens up and it just drops. When oh, the when the cash later. cab when the cash plane like like game is announced and the rules are explained, there everyone is advised put on your your parachutes right now. Yes. Put on your parachute packs right now, just in case you you lose or you answer a question wrong. Because if you do, you are getting shot out of this plane. And so this then by isn't the time a team you land, experience. You, you only get to land with the plane if you've gotten everything right up until that point. And you're given complimentary drinks for your right answers. Maybe, maybe even an upgrade to first class. That's the last winner. Yeah. Everyone does get those three strikes still. Yeah. You know. Sure. This is, sure. Still, this is still our cash jet. This is I guess. normal. Play, I guess. Like, it's gonna cost gotta... more money, Beckers. Well, well, so it's gonna cost like ten bucks. You get you get like ten bucks for every correct answer, but you did still have to pay for the flight, and we do get that flight money. So, so you might you might make back a little bit of your your cost, but you, you and and you also might not make it back to your your destination. So you do have to get another plane later. And we, we, we've we've made a deal with the airplane companies, and we're just getting cut back. We're getting a cut of all the plane. You dollars. you get a free parachute though. Yeah. What if they're going to be super unlucky, and the next plane they get on is also a cash <laughs> Well, that every we're going to make the world a very smart place because anytime someone flies, they're going to have to worry about trivia. So they got to yep. be like, they got to be like, well, I'm gonna, I need to fly to the other side of this country, so I need to study up. What do I know about ancient Greece? It could be a, my next question. Need to be ready. And he can't he can't just drive instead because all the cars have gone murderous. Yeah. <laughs> all of the games this uh this episode exist in the same universe. Yeah. It's the yeah. it's the game make corpse game universe. Yep. It's not cinematic, it's games, but yeah. Uh, um so I think uh GMCGU I think uh, during the convention, we'll just be giving out people. We'll be giving out uh, free plane tickets to people, and we'll be guaranteeing we'll have our, our first contestants for cash plane. And uh, really, it's going to sound a lot more fun. Really guarantee the success of this great game. <laughs> uh, do you have some ideas for some successful experiences, uh, Sarah? Yes. Okay. So as we know, people at conventions are gonna they're they're gonna be wearing wacky costumes, probably dressing up as characters from some of the games that that have been pitched in the past, no doubt. But what if your cosplay items were your only choice for very mundane life situations, such as a job interview or a first date, um, in a game that I'm I'm thinking of being called Laundry Day? Uh, your normal wardrobe is. I don't know, burned or or just ruined somehow. We can figure out the tragedy later. But your only options are your old cosplay items from your youth of your, your shitty, wonky anime or gaming style costuming items. Like Keyblades and, I don't know, uh, Mario overalls. Yes. But it does a Misty at some point, right? So. Mm. Uh, my Misty was to die for. I I know. I know. Wait, Bryce, was. you were Misty. Yes, uh, Becca just Good. said everybody does a Misty, and I qualify as an everyone. Okay, so then Misty's gonna be like the level one options you have. It kind of works, but you don't want to go to a 
job interview in your little orange crop top and a side ponytail, or do you, depending on the job? But yeah, so you're trying you're trying to throw together a passable outfit, but it's going to be very difficult with some of the options that you have, like your trigun trench coat and sailor scout uniform. And you can make it work. Some of this could be very professional if you have maybe some time to uh, get creative. See, if you combine your uh, wow, mm-hmm. uh, trigun yep. trench coat okay. over top of a very nice, neat Mr. Uh, Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head cosplay. You Just know, a- that could. That could... <laughs> you show up to your date, you're like, hey, did this work? Yeah, is that, that wasn't what I was picturing. Is this your I thing? Went to a, oh it's it's a conversation starter then, at least, because you get to talk about how you went to a convention dressed as Mr. Potato Head. Yes, and you believe also in you wow. went on a date. Like if if at the first Bryce date, isn't familiar with that concept. <laughs> the the like okay, so the the time you went on a date with a as as Mr. Potato Head because that was all you had. That's probably not going to be a successful date. But the next date, you can tell them about the interesting story about how you went on a date as Mr. Potato Head. And now you have a, you're very interesting and have great stories to tell. So, I feel like the Mr. Potato Head one would be quite awkward, though, because, like, if you're in, like, a potato shell, would you, would you be, like, controlling the arms sticking out? Or would you just be trying to stick your arms out, I imagine? I think the, the composition of the costume... Can also be a factor in how successful your outfit is. Is it made of real potato, is. or is it made of foam? Because I imagine real potato, if it's been this long since you played as Mr. Potato Head, could be very. Gross. I was thinking about it being like maybe a plastic <laughs> shell, mm. like the real Mr. Potato Head. No, no that's but you could. Unfortunately, I only cosplay as edible things, so that afterwards I can eat the cosplay. So. And then imagine going on your date and or business dinner and the person sitting opposite of you orders something made with potatoes and then things get real awkward because you just stare them down in your potato <laughs> costume and they're like sitting here feeling like shit like you're like you went as a as a vegan and then the person's like judging you or you're judging the person for eating meat and you're like really potatoes okay like, hey, yeah. <laughs> you're like potatoes really? count too come on <laughs> yeah, why are you, why are you consuming things anymore? Come on. Mm-hmm. Well, that how how are you picturing advertising this on the convention floor? Probably as like one of those old school like paper doll dress up games, except there's like a, a house on fire in the background, which is like oh, you don't have any outfits to wear that are normal, so now you get to go to this old warehouse full of old costume items throw something together like that. You maybe get like a like a 3D 3D character to dress up and then once you've selected your item or your once you've selected your outfit out of items on head, top, bottom, shoes, head, accessories, shoulders, yada yada. Knees, um you get to watch the scenario play out and see how awkward it is. So get graded there's accordingly. Go- there's going to be a house on fire on the convention floor. Uh that's going to be the ad. That's going to be the advertisement for it is laundry day and then a house on fire in the background to explain why you can't wear your normal clothes. Uh, Beckers. Yep. What's game idea? Wow. Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) 
Du bist nicht direkt. Nice segue. <lacht> Incredible. Okay. I've got a, I've got a real uh, a good one. So you're hired by Urban Dictionary. But you lied during your interview. And you're really underqualified for this position. You have to come up with hip words that the kids use without anyone knowing that you're making all of it up. And based off of what I see on Urban Dictionary, I can only assume that this is true for most of the people that work there, that it's all made up. So, the gameplay, you basically just come up with weird stuff, you give it a definition, and you hope it's plausible enough to get you by. So you can say something like, oh, I gotta put in a new word for, I, you know, I did my, my researches or whatever. So I gotta write in like a, Hogtied giraffe is a new, a new sex position, where you. Um, mm-hmm. I think that is. It's you know I'm not I wouldn't be shocked I didn't take the time to look it up but. <laughs> a hogtied giraffe would be something where, you know I didn't even get this far in my thinking this through. Okay. I, it's all good. I could I could see it like I do notice on Urban Dictionary a lot of random random crap like you'll see someone write connor and you could tell they're just trying to give a person they know named connor some shit like it'll be the urban dictionary entry will be connor it'll be like a real a real a real doo-doo head and you're like oh you just know that guy um so we can do that that would be i don't know give people maybe a a shot to try that out at the convention like submit their own words and the ones that sound the most Believable, maybe. Maybe we'll they get, get added. hired. That sounds that sounds like a real job interview, though. And then we <laughs> can and then we can sell all of the good ones to Urban Dictionary and make some money on the side. All yeah. the monies, because I'm sure that's how they acquire their yes their dictionary. Another right. wonderful ploy for free labor. They they pay they pay for every word. There's a lot of people like they don't tell people they they'll, they'll pay you they're just like hey if you want to give it to us for free we'll take it otherwise like there's a side deal where you will actually give you money you just have to you just have to ask and nobody ever asks they just give, yeah. give their money or they just give their words for free and i don't know why people we don't. ask though yeah we ask so they're like <laughs> you willing to pay and they're like yeah i'm like cool i don't know why the people ain't asking <laughs> I feel like the pitch aspect in the actual game where you're you're pitching your your urban word to your urban slang to your superiors should have some kind of facial recognition component cuz the the whole I feel like the whole challenge isn't so much coming up with the word and its definition it's selling it so your poker face or your poker face would need to be real real spot on showing them that you know what you're talking about you just you're you're more hip than they are and that's why they should trust your judgment. But I feel like facial recognition will name that or nail that. Yeah, like you got to tell them. Yeah, a country Dorito. Yeah, everybody knows what that means. That's when you uh, you poop in the potted plant next to the door, and your mom <laughs> finds it a month later, and you got to tell them. That's just <laughs> there's a, a country, country Dorito. Dorito out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> And you just gotta, you gotta tell, you gotta sell it. You just made that up, but they don't know that. They're not and hip the game, and cool with the kids either. In the game, it reads you as having such a great selling poker face that they just, your superiors in the game all just, you know, get, they feel insecure because they're so out of the loop. 
on what a country Dorito is. <laughs> I, yep. 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 And, and we all we all have never done that, Beckers. Mm. Um, I think I think we have a very well-rounded convention here uh lots of games lots of great things to show off but you know what is really hot right now and we haven't made ever before is a battle royale and i think we could add a (laughs) battle royale experience to this of this uh, convention and uh what a new idea i'm thinking uh after after we get a hundred people into the convention, the doors fifty v fifty. The doors the doors just shut and stay and closed. Locked. Yes, and this is and, another this is another purpose of the disclaimer they sign. And uh, and now and now they need to battle to see who will be allowed to exit the building. Um, and, and they have all of the, the stuff, uh, that we've provided the, around the convention floor, the car that apparently will probably not let them win the battle royale because they'll be stuck in there. They'll have to worry about not being able to pee because there's a car. (laughs) There's a lot of cars in this. There'll just be piss everywhere. The cars, the car wheels, just skidding in it and just yes. spraying it everywhere. Apparently, no. this convention's so deadly they could just hide and be the last one standing. There'll be line managers. There'll be line managers who are still convinced that they're they're not in a real life scenario. That this is still a VR game that they're playing. That's just gotten bumped to the next level. They're just spraying everyone with antiperspirant, like in their eyes. <laughs> And beating them with the line ends here sign. The 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 uh, uh, line management people will work as the circle. They're just like closing yeah. in from all edges. That's that's right. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Very good. And and whoever uh, is number one is now the next Game Mate Corp intern. They they survived Game Mate Corp Con. Yep, they've and proven they, themselves. And now they work for us for free. And that's... Now we kind of work with somebody who's super deadly. Apparently, <laughs> no, he gets no, he gets one loot box as his reward. That's for every. That's how you get loot boxes. Is in this battle royales, you survive a Game Mate Corp Con unknowingly. And what's in, what's in the loot box? The information for his his um internship <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> his hr package <laughs> that, that he opens the loot box it's like congratulations <laughs> welcome to game mate corp here's your your health health care information here's your uniform here's the badge. antidote to the poison yep you don't need to know about that that's uh something to get people <laughs> in the, into the convention we'll we'll be like Oh, and there'll be an opportunity to win a loot box, and we'll put all like all this potential stuff of like it could be a million dollars in there, it could be like ham sandwiches for life, it could also be an intern package, uh, it could be a uh, stuffed bunny. Um, It'll be like so. Stick around till the yeah, end of the convention, yeah, and for a chance to win, everybody, without... everybody will come to the convention and sign whatever we tell them for a chance of this great loot box. And then they win. The last person alive gets the loot box, and it's an internship at Game Maycorp.
We attract them with desperation. Yep. It's the word of the day. <laughs> um, so that's that's the great convention. Um, I like it. Don't nobody nobody who's going to this convention is allowed to listen to this before the convention. Well, yeah, this well, episode won't go out until after Game Eight Corp Con. Yeah. This will this will just be a briefing to let people know how it went. It yeah, go- absolutely. I'm sure. How, how the idea was formed. Yep. Um, but, uh, this has been, uh, the, your, your, your thing. Um, Sarah, can you tell us about your, your lifestyle and where people can hear more about things? Uh, my lifestyle. (laughs) No, to hear, to hear more of my cantankerous bullshit, uh, you can listen to dual screen audio, which is a, a fun little hobby show that, me, myself, and my boyfriend Glenn put on to uh, hang out with friends and have fun, and we have a grand old time arguing about Star Wars and games. And yeah, that's a good one. We put we put that up every other week, and every other week in between, we put up a "Can We Just Talk About" episode where we pick something, usually the latest uh, Marvel movie that's come out, and yell about it. But yeah, those are what we do. You can find that at DualScreenVision.com. Home of the dual screen vision. Beckers. <laughs> Where can people find you? Um, you can find me at Dr. Beckers with an S on Twitch. Sometimes I stream at that place and I play mostly video games. Um, or you can find me at Dr. Beckers with a Z on Twitter to hear my amazing insight. And also sometimes I post pictures of my face. Ooh. Careful now. You never know what they'll do with those. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Not my feet, okay? Just my oh, face. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it could be worse. <laughs> um, you can find me on Last Geek on Twitter, uh, Last Geek Plays on Twitch, and lastgeek.com. Uh, thank you for listening to this experience, and remember, have fun. Have fun.